Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever WrestleTalk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. WrestleTalk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chubba Pete Quinnell and I am joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Mmm, I am bold. <laughs> yes, yes you are. Other than that, how are you, mate? I'm alright, I'm alright. Uh, I've rec- I've just this morning had delivery of a hat, uh, mm. which I forced Ollie to buy me. I said, right, if I'm going to shave my head off, you're going to have to buy me a hat, because I... Mm-hmm. Well, not going to look good, and I'm quite pleased with the results. Really, it uh, good hat, mate. It's a good hat. It makes it makes my head look much more proportional and less shiny. For those of you that want to see it, you can check out the YouTube version of this uh, of this podcast, and you can mm. see Randy Andy Datsun in a flat cap. It's Ooh. great. Uh, anyway, let's get into talking about SmackDown. Where we're going to be talking about this crazy Triple H 25th anniversary segment. Here's the show. This Triple H 25th anniversary segment, they've been hyping this up for a few weeks now, mm-hmm. and you'd expect something pretty, you know, pretty major to, to happen in the segment, the way they were building it up. It wasn't. It wasn't something major. What it was, was essentially the roast of Triple H, is pretty much what the segment yes, was. It, it was. It, it started off with Triple H coming out, and before he could even really get a word out, uh, the the security guy t- took his water bottle off him, so he couldn't do his normal Triple H entrance because you know, yeah, Steve Carino, he's got his mask on and everything. It was it was good, uh, and then he got into the ring, but before he could even start properly talking, Shawn Michaels came out, said, "Hey, you you didn't think you were going to do this without me, were you?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go back and forth for a bit. There's a couple of video packages, one showing kind of the DX outtakes, which. You know, it's some never before seen footage of them screwing up their lines and things like that. Yeah. Um, there was another video package of uh, Triple H losing at WrestleMania all the time. Uh, we had FaceTimes from Stephanie McMahon and and Ric Flair and Road Dog, not Billy Gunn because he's an AEW. Um, and uh, yeah, and then a rare appearance from Vinnie Mac himself, <gasps> who came out to. <laughs> Say some words. Uh, he, he was rambling, it was a wasn't he? Vince McMahon face turn. It was the <laughs> nicest I've ever seen him. I mean, yeah, I mean, for, first of all, I, I'm not sure Michaels and Triple H should be in the same ring. I mean, they are both in a in the in the at-risk age group, I would imagine, mm. by now. Um yeah, that it was it was one of those things where you you kind of you just gotta you gotta let them do it. You've gotta let it happen. You've gotta watch it. There were some funny bits. There were bits where it made me smile. And mm-hmm. I know the the internet uh is has been very fond of this segment. Um perhaps perhaps I, I it was fine. I I I, it, <laughs> I I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan. I think it was just I think it was just a bit too long. Like if, if they'd kept mm. it to under 10 minutes, I think it would have been a much better segment. But it was it was just about twenty minutes long, 
Um, and it did. It did drag a bit. Vince didn't really actually say anything. He just kind of came out and said, hey, remember all these terrible segments that you were kind of a part of? Yeah. Um, hey, remember when you did that really weird Katie Vick storyline? Um, Not a fan with how liberal they were being with Katie Vick. I'm like, that's a pretty serious thing. You can't just be like, oh, what a wacky segment. Like, yeah. wacky segments is where um, you're giving birth to a hand. Like, not Katie Vick. That's not wacky. That's just and rough. Yeah, it, it was fine. I thought Road Dog has an awful beard now. <laughs> um, it was true. I didn't recognize him for a minute because mm. it's doubled the size of his head. Um, it is pretty big. And yeah, I mean, also Michaels is trying to is trying to grow a Triple H beard. Mm -hmm. um, it, I don't want to be too negative because I know everyone really liked it. Yeah, but like, I it, it wasn't it wasn't for me. I think the first few minutes were good with with Michaels and going back and forth and him kind of going, "Oh, you were you had such a great time at WrestleMania." Oh wait, you lost thirteen times, which actually. Yeah. I didn't realize that he'd lost yeah, 13 no, he's, times at WrestleMania. He's lost a lot, um, which is which is pretty impressive. Um, it's probably more WrestleManias than I've watched live. Um, mm. But yeah, it was it was cool. At one point, I was thinking, "Oh no, they're teasing a Michaels Triple H match." Oh, I God. do not want to see that. No, no one does. Um, but I did. I, I I did like a couple of things Vince said. He he came out to say he was sort of saying like, "Oh man, your last match." <laughs> I don't wanna, that was rubbish wasn't it yeah um but it does it, it, at least there was no actual hint that any of them are going to keep getting back into the ring which is yeah. nice because i was really worried that something like that was going to happen like he'd be celebrating an outcomes baron corbin or mm -hmm. outcomes insert generic heel who says uh yeah, well, you're old man now. You are old, and I am young, and you are old. Therefore, we is have... it Arnold Schwarzenegger that yeah, comes out? Have, you are old, and we have a match now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was really worried that, that someone was just gonna was gonna plod out and and do that. But yeah, hey, look, the bloke's been in there for twenty five years. He's done some great things. He's done some not so great things. But I think I don't think you can kind of question the fact that the impact he's had on the business and in the end i don't think you can kind of begrudge him sort of 20 minutes of self-indulgence yeah i mean i i think that yeah I, I think this segment was overly long and overly self-indulgent uh i also don't think it should have main evented the show just because I, would, I would have been I, happy if this had been the first thing on the show. Yeah, if it was the first thing, or even in the middle of the show, I think this would mm. have been fine. Um, but it was just the fact that I think it, it main-evented the show. There wasn't really, like, a payoff to anything. It was just kind of, like, 25 years, and that's about it. Um, yeah, th there were a few bits that made me laugh, like uh, Ric Flair FaceTiming in, and then he hangs up, calls back in to then just cry, I thought was quite funny. Just yep. like just Ric Flair being Ric Flair, Stephanie McMahon, uh, for some reason, Shawn Michaels just having massive heat with Stephanie and just well, it looked going like Stephanie was in a car park as well. I don't know I quite don't where know. she was, but I I, uh, gen I genuinely thought that when Vince said "I love you," I was thinking <gasps> Shawn Michaels is gonna kick, is gonna super kick uh, oh, Triple H as a kind of throwback moment, but then he didn't, which was a, sh no. which was a shame. I think that would have been good. But uh, yeah, for some reason, Vince just starts talking about Bailey. This is your life, and saying it wasn't Bailey's fault. And I'm mm. like, what? we know it wasn't Bailey's fault. Tri Triple H, what's this got? I was very confused. Um, but then he just kind of leaves, and he says good night, Padre, and then he walks out, and then the lights start going off, and then I'm like, yeah, it. Uh, do you know, it, it was it. That okay. was a bit, it was a bit awkward because like obviously they'd planned this in advance. Mm -hmm. But they were really trying to make it look as if they hadn't planned it in advance. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of like, ha, huh, he's kicking us out. Puh, what a what a rogue. Oh, classic Vince. <sighs> yeah. Um, it, it didn't. That, that bit didn't work for me. And but do you know what? I'm perfectly happy to accept that my opinion is wrong on this one because from what I've seen, everyone really enjoyed this segment. Yeah. And do you know totally. what? great that's really nice that people enjoyed it and i'm not going to be i'm not going to be the party pooper who's going to sit here and go well you're all wrong 
because the fact the fact that I have the I have the the three percent opinion here um, suggests that I'm just uh, I'm just I'm letting quarantine get to me. Okay, boomer. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I think I, I'm in the same ballpark as you, but I'm totally willing to admit that I'm wrong about this. I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. There were some bits that made me laugh, but it was too long, in my opinion. If they just condensed all the funny bits, hey, oh. uh, if they just condensed all the funny bits into like a short five to ten minute thing, I think it would have mm. been great. But yeah, it just went a bit too long for me, and I don't think it should have been invented. But and, and the, the ending sort of fizzled out. Yeah, a little bit. There, there was a good last line, which was when the lights were off and they put over the sound of crickets. And then Triple yeah. H goes, do you hear the sound of crickets? And Sean Michael just goes, story of your career, bud. I was like, that, that's a funny line, mm. but it's a weird main event to the show. It's a weird end to the show, that. But yeah, um, yeah again, totally willing to accept I'm wrong. It was a wacky segment, that much is for sure. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's talk about the rest of the show, mm. um, which started off with saying, tonight it's Triple H's 25th anniversary. And then we got the opening video package and it goes, tonight it's Triple H's 25th anniversary. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, they, they didn't that. let us forget that, did they? Because mm. I think people, they wanted people to think, oh, well, if that's his anniversary, that means we're going to see some legends return uh, to try and get people to. And I, that, that's, totally. that, that, that's why it was the main event. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the actual show itself kicked off with Biggie and Kofi coming out and celebrating their eighth time uh, mm. tag team, eighth championship win, I should say. Um, and they were saying, you know, we've now got more tag team championships than all these legends and we're super awesome and we're going to go down as one of the best tag teams in history. And I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. I, I like that then that little celebration. Then the Lucha mm. House Party came out. I was like, oh, okay sure yeah, why not yeah this felt this felt very much like uh oh what tag teams have we got <laughs> um but pete you're you're skipping over the really obvious 
Big E heel turn. I mean, you, you mentioned it last week. I mean, he was so it's obvious true. this week. He he clearly hey, hate he clearly hates Kofi. Hey man, it's going to be a shocking turn when it happens. Let me tell yeah. you. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, Big E heel turn confirmed. Uh, Lucha House Party then come out and say they want a challenge for the tag titles uh, before they can properly even finish. Though Miz and Morrison come out, and I really like this from Miz and Morrison. Literally just walk straight past Lucha House Party as if they're not yeah. even there. They're just like, yeah, you're not worthy. They may as well not right have been. Now. Yeah, which I, I quite enjoyed. Uh, they got in the ring and just called, you know, the victory was cheap because it wasn't in a tag match. It's been in, you know, we've had to defend an elimination chamber. We've had to defend in a, a triple threat ladder match. We've had to defend it in a triple threat singles match. But we've, you've never actually faced us in a two-on-two tag team match. You're not worthy of those, of having those yeah. championships. And we want them back. I thought it was, you know, great motivation for them. Uh, and then the Forgotten Sons came out, which I wasn't expecting, honestly. But I genuinely quite enjoyed them in this segment i i mean they weren't like spectacular or anything but i thought they were pretty good they came out they said all their names they're like hey we're here to run roughshod we're you know we've served in the armed forces before we know what we're doing we are going to beat you up uh and then they all got into a big brawl and forgotten sons stood tall at the end of it so i liked it yes it was good it was a good way to get them over however Mm. I don't think they need to talk. I think they are very much capable of just being a beating up team. I didn't think who's the one with long hair. Um, Wesley Blake. Wesley Blake. He said something like, uh, what did he say? He said, some people even call us savages. As mm. it, oh, it was so badly executed. I, don't, I just, I don't think these guys need, they don't like, because they, they, they look, they look like savages. They don't need to tell people this. I, I think they could have literally yeah. come out, done, done the the attack spot, and that would have been a lot more effective. I know that that's not really what the main roster is about. They want people to talk. They want people to, to kind of build stories and things like that. And obviously the fact that they were Marines, that's a, that's so WWE. Oh, mm -hmm. you're in the armed forces. Well, that's your gimmick. Um, so, yeah. And it was cool uh, to, to kind of see them actually stand tall. There was no... Not, there wasn't a lot of like return offense from anyone. Um, mm. So it feels like they're going to be the next kind of dominant force um, in the tag division. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if they were to, to walk away with the belts at, yeah. uh, at Money in the Bank or something like that, because that, that establishes them as an actual threat, uh, mm -hmm. something that they certainly weren't really established as an NXT um, so which is, which is I'd, I'd like to I'd like to extend that build out a little bit. I'd like it to mm. be a Miz and Morrison rematch <laughs> first at Money in the Bank, and then maybe at like SummerSlam or something. You can give Forgotten Sons uh, the titles there, something like that. I think would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and I do agree with you. I don't think they needed to talk. I think it was good in getting their characters over rather than just being like we beat people up because we, we're heels kind of thing. Yeah. They were just like, hey, you know, we used to serve the armed forces. We're sick of being disrespected. We've come back from, you know, serving our country and we're not getting the respect we deserve. It put over their characters well enough. And it's a very simple character that a lot of casual fans can easily latch onto. Mm. And then they beat people up. And I do agree with you that delivery of that line from Blake wasn't great. We I'll are savages. Some people call us savages. Uh, but uh, yeah, overall, I thought this was pretty good. An effective way to get over their, their characters, I thought. Uh, we saw a little video package of uh, Triple H's 1995 debut as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Uh, yep. pure, pure blood, wasn't it? Was that his, was that his thing? B blue? Mud, blue? Mud, mud blood? Blood? Blood. Blood. Triple H. Uh, Miz and Morrison were backstage. Uh, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed this little thing from Miz Morrison. It's very subtle, but I really liked it. Where Renee came up. Oh, and man, uh, they, they were being all super angry. And Renee came up to them and said, what are you going to do about the Forgotten Sons? And they were like, no, we're talking about Lucha House Party. We're going to have a match against them, which I really liked because it totally is Forgotten Sons that instigated the brawl and caused this whole, you know, thing to happen. Yeah. But they're just like, oh, we don't want to face a scary team. Let's talk about Lucha House Party instead. I just uh, miss Renee I... Young. Yeah, no, yeah. It's a five star great. show for me after this. Mm -hmm, totally. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, they're going to have a match with Lucha House Party later in the night. Uh, then it was a Money in the Bank qualifier with Drew Gulak and King Corbin, uh, which I thought was a solid match. There was nothing super spectacular about it, but it was fine. Uh, but then the finish came when uh, Shizuka Nakamura and Cesaro came out uh, and started beating up Daniel Bryan on the outside. Mm, and then uh, 
Gulak got distracted, tried to start beating up Nakamura and Cesaro, which allowed Corbin to take advantage, push him into the ring post, hit the end of days. Corbin qualifies for Money in the Bank. But then afterwards, Nakamura and Cesaro get in. They hold up Daniel Bryan, like by, uh, sorry, uh, Gulak by his arms. And then Corbin gets a scepter and, you know, hits Gulak in the throat, kind of like he did to Elias mm. last week. And then Corbin, Nakamura and Cesaro all stand all together in the ring. I'm like, mid-card no, no, oh no, 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 I got flashbacks. Like, I was like, don't do this because, again. Please Sa don't. Sammy's not there because he's had his wisdom teeth out. Mm. Um, which means obviously he can't take any bumps or anything like that because that stuff hurts. Mm. Um yeah, I, I, I saw this and went, no, not again. <laughs> uh, I, I, there you I, go. I'm, I'm holding out hope that they're not doing it. I'm holding out I'm hope just, that this is just because there's heels at the same time. I know we keep talking over each other. I'm just hoping that it's just because they were heels in the same place at the same time, temporary alliance, mm. and now they're not going to be seen together again. And that's it. I'm hoping that it's not like, oh, Corbin's the new leader of Nakamura and Cesaro, because I'll be like, oh, no. It's going to be terrible. But temporary Alliance God. or Temporary Elias, because he got injured last week. <sighs> that's pretty bad. Thank you. Um, <laughs> My notes were just like, Corbin hits the end of the days for the win. Oh, no. And then all in capitals. Corbin standing with two cronies with him. Flashbacks. Stop it. Get it off my screen. Yes. Uh, well, my notes. So, yeah. Yeah, but then um, obviously went into the most important part of the show, which was to uh, mention that Gronk, is, it looks like his time with WWE is probably over because um, he's decided, oh, wait, I'm going to make a lot more money being a footballer uh, and my best friend has just moved to Tampa. So mm. I'm going to do that instead. But they were like, oh, he's still a 24-7 champion, which apparently is important. Um mm -hmm. They may well have a, some kind of deal with Fox or ESPN where a bunch of footballers can win it <laughs> during matches or something. Our truth during... will run out after a touchdown and pin him. Yeah, or like there'll be a spot in a match where Gronk's wearing the belt and someone tackles him and then they pin him for three and then some yeah. random other linebacker, quarterback, uh, defense-wide linesman defense. Silly mid-off. Uh, stops him from catching the the egg <laughs> we know sports yeah um after that it was a squash match between Seamus and Daniel Vido Daniel Vido yeah. by the way who yeah. looked looked like he had a really cool look to him it looked a bit I was like, like reins. He, he looks like a cool guy he's he had like mm. just gloves he had a lot of like cool tattoos big physique I was like he looks like a proper like wrestler he doesn't look like an enhancement talent but Regardless, he got dominated by yeah. Sheamus in a few minutes. I'm so sick of watching Sheamus squash matches. I know. They're doing the I'm... slow build for him and Hardy, but it's a slow build. They Good are. God. It's the same match every week. It, like, there's no, there's no, I wouldn't mind if it was different matches. And I feel like I'm being negative about every, every segment here, but I just don't, I don't need to see this every week. And I knew mm -hmm. what was coming out. I wrote all my notes for this segment before it happened. I knew yeah. that James was going to come out and win. I knew that they were going to play a Jeff Hardy thing, and I knew that he was going to get annoyed about it. Obviously, yeah. they did it a slightly different way this week in the way that they played the video. Weird. They were chatting, and then Seamus was just still standing there behind as if... After Michael everyone... Had, Michael Hall goes, oh! Well, Seamus, after, oh. after people had made their entrance yeah. for the next match, Seamus was still there, just glaring at Michael Cole. Cole comes back after the Hardy documentary with his glasses off in preparation for the spot that he's going to have. Mm. Uh, it, was, it was a weird order to do it, it but weird. yeah. I, t I tell you what was different. I tell you what was different about the Sheamus match. Mm -hmm. He did a spinning back elbow this time. Oh, the Oof. Judas effect. Yeah, no wonder he won. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, it, as much as I'm kind of quite keen on a on a Sheamus Hardy feud, uh, there must be a better way to to build the two. I mean, why can't you just have Hardy on the show? Or you'd at least think that maybe doing something slightly different with Seamus. Like, sure, he got annoyed at commentary. I, the, I think the first two weeks were fine. He would mm. kind of glance at commentary like, why are you talking about Hardy? Sure. And then the next week, they talk about Hardy again. And he's like, why are you talking about Hardy? Stop talking about Hardy. And then mm. this week, he like bro kicks Michael Cole or like destroys the commentary desk or goes skits. Like, stop talking about other people. Look at what I'm doing in the ring. That's fine. Like, progress it yeah. up. This just felt like it was the same thing over and over again. 
even though it's a slight progression because he got physical this time and ripped his headset off. Oh no, Ooh. it should have been a lot escalated a lot higher than that, I think. Um, but the Hardy mini documentary itself, part three, Redemption, was about uh, his return at Mania 33 with no one. It was just him. No one else came back. It was weird. Yeah, that was uh, funny. That was yeah. funny. How they uh, I was it was like, yeah, I was I was going to suggest to you earlier that we could do a AW star appears on SmackDown. That's <laughs> uh, the title of the video. Title, but they were like, he kept saying, "Oh yeah, when we return, when we return," and they just kept showing pictures of him. There was one bit where Matt appeared very yeah. briefly, um, but you could tell that they were really trying to make you forget that they were a tag team. Yeah, uh, it's literally like the Hardy Boys with Jeff Hardy. You know, that great tag team, the Hardy Boys with Jeff yeah. Hardy. Yeah, that tag team. Remember when I returned on my own and won the Raw Tag Team Championship? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, you know, it's understandable. Obviously, they don't want to promote an AEW guy, but it's still it's still funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, again, documentary is really well made. It's cool. And they've got uh, part four next week, which is the comeback. So chances yeah. are we're getting another Sheamus squash match and Sheamus is probably going to get annoyed again. Probably. Yeah. Uh, we got DX invading WCW in 1998 as another Triple H highlight. Um, and yeah, then we get the the Sheamus. Yeah, so so it was the Triple H career highlight. Then we get the entrance for Miz and Morrison in their tag team match. And then it's Sheamus that's there ripping his headset off of Michael Cole. And then Lucha House Party come out for their match. Or the other way around, it was Lucha House Party and Miz and Morrison, either way. But he was there a long time, just waiting to get mad at Michael Cole, which was weird. Uh, anyway, yes, it was that tag match. Miz and Morrison versus Lucha House Party uh, match. And there's one spot I noted down that I'd never seen before that I thought was quite cool. It was a rolling Alabama slam from John Morrison. Yes. I've just, I've just not seen cool. that before. It was cool. It, it really felt like Morrison went, oh, Lucha. I can mm. I can go back to Johnny Mundo for a bit here, and there's yeah. some really nice bits in this match. I thought, wow, Lucha House Party are really good. Yeah, why have they got this they gimmick? Um, because their gimmick is so bad. I mean, um, their gimmick is Lucha, right? That's that's their gimmick. It's sort of, but not really, because Lucha is actually good, and their gimmick is not good. Um, yeah, and yeah, there were glimpses in this match. I was thinking, oh man, I really want to see lots of these matches between these people. We're not going to get them, mm. but yeah, the, the Lucha's just suddenly one with a, with a roll up and uh, on Miz again. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking this feels like the start of already a breakup because Morrison's going to be like, well, you lost us the title. You lost us our chance, maybe becoming number one contenders. I mean, what, what next Mike? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking that's the way they're going. Um, but yeah, it was Metalik just uh, countering a skull crush and finale into a roll up for the win. I, I thought it was a, a cool finish to it. It elevates Lucha House Party a little bit. I'm hoping they get a little bit of a push, like a proper yeah. push, and they actually but get like a character. Would be nice. There were, there were a few matches on this card which were three or four minutes shorter than they should have been mm. because they needed time for the Triple H segment, which feels a bit wrong. Totally. I mean, uh, in a, we'll talk about it next, but. Carmella and Dana Brooke versus Nikki Cross and the Alexa Bliss was what two minutes, two and a half minutes, maybe. It was not very long, yeah. Um, but uh, there was a, a really, really strange bit at the end of this match. I don't know if you picked up on it or not. At the end of this match, after Metalik has won, Corey Graves on commentary goes, "I'm absolutely speechless," and then Michael Cole goes, "I'm absolutely speechless," and then after a couple of seconds later, Corey Graves goes. I am shocked, and Michael Cole just goes, "I'm shocked at this." <laughs> it was, it was, it was like they'd both been fed the same lines to say at the same time, so both of them just went to say it without realizing that the other person said it. It was either that, or it was like a rib on Graves, so that Cole just said the same line over. I was so confused. I was like, "Why are they saying the same thing?" Mm. Really strange. Really didn't get it at all. Um, but then after that, we got uh, Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans, Money in the Bank qualifier again. Uh, I thought, again, this was effective in what it needed to do. The match itself was fine. Uh, after a woman's right, Bailey put Sasha Banks's foot on the bottom rope, 
which prevented the, her getting the win, which was cool. Bailey helping Banks. But then Evans got really mad about it, dragged Bailey into the ring. And then while Sasha Banks was rolling up Lacey Evans, uh, Bailey was being in the ring, kind of the ref forcing her to kind of get out of the ring, missing Banks winning the match. And mm. then Evans, uh, Banks got really annoyed. She told Bailey to, she screamed at her, stay out of this. And as she turned around, another woman's right. Evans picks up the win. So more dissension between Banks and Bailey. And this time it was a bit more overt. It was a bit more like Banks actually yelling at Bailey, which was nice. And Evans got the, the money in the bank qualifiers, which I thought was, yeah. it's good. It's, it's a really effective story build. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I've I've got a uh, a popsicle stick of my uh, of my rival's daughter as well. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was unusual. I thought I thought it was kind of effective. It was a bit yeah, strange, especially when it she punched, especially when she punched her with her daughter. Um, yeah. So I mean, obviously that's kind of her gimmick. I am mother. Um, yeah. But yeah. It was. It was. I, I was actually really shocked that Banks didn't win because I thought, and we've kind of heard speculation that Banks was going to win the briefcase. Mm, um, yeah. So that really took me by surprise. Um, she still might find a way in. She might. Thinking, like, they, they may. They may do like a, a last, like I have done in previous years, like a, mm. a kind of losers losers like, bracket. bracket yeah. Totally. Um, but the strangest thing for me was right at the end. So. Um, oh damn! I missed a joke. Oh, I'm gonna have to do that next week. Um, <laughs> I was going to say uh, that Banks had some summertime sadness uh, because the, the daughter's called Summer. Um, anyway, so Tamina's music hits when Bailey yes. and Banks come up the ramp, and it, yeah. it was almost as if Bailey had never heard Tamina's music before because she didn't react at all. She went. Yeah. And then she just went, got super kicked, even though she must have seen Tamina walking towards her. She mm -hmm. saw Tamina's giant name behind her and she didn't react at all. I mean, I, no. I don't know if she's been conditioned not to react. I know I have, but uh, it was really bizarre because she just sort of stood there and waited to get kicked in the face. See, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that what it was supposed to be was Tamina coming out and just super kicking her out of nowhere. No entrance music, no nothing. But then they changed it to have Tamina like, oh, her entrance music should play here. We need to get that over as like an entrance. But they didn't think about the consequences of having her music play, but then Bailey still being surprised by her coming out. It was a really weird yeah, mismatch. It, it was as if, as if there was some weird timing issue, like as mm -hmm. if she should have come out, kicked her, and then, the mu then her music starts playing immediately. Yeah, 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 totally. The music starts playing and then... Within like two seconds, she's done the super kick, but it was like five to ten seconds of her music, no one reacting, and then she comes out and kicks Bailey. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, uh, Michael Cole and Corey Graves completely, pretty much no sell it. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I, d I don't even know what to say. It was, it was just weird. Yeah. Just weird timing. Um, but uh, after that, we got uh, Wyatt versus Strowman. We got a video package explaining their history together, which I thought was affecting what it needed to do for people who aren't aware of the history of Strowman and the Wyatt family. I thought this was a really good video package to explain their history. Still not a fan of last week's segment of him looking at the black sheep mask. No. He's a bad actor, but, you know, it was, it was fine. Um, weird thing I picked up on on this one. They're advertising Bray Wyatt for the match and not The Fiend. And I and I don't know whether that's intentional or not. I don't know whether it's going to be like a Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt versus The Miz situation well, like a TLC, or they're they, just advertising Bray Wyatt and it's, it is actually going to be The Fiend. Didn't they advertise Bray Wyatt for WrestleMania? I think they advertised Bray Wyatt, but the image of him was always The Fiend. The image of okay. him on this is of Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt, which... I, I don't. I don't know whether that, that's just I, I do, a, I do a, think unintentional this or what. I do think because everyone was raving so much, they're going to do the thing that WWE do, which is they like that. Okay, let's give it to them a million times. Mm. I do think this is going to be a cinematic match again. Um, I can very much see Wyatt winning the title back. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just don't think this needs to be for the belt. Um, and I don't think the belt will help Wyatt. But, you know, whatever. It's going to be a cool match. I think it's going to be a really cool match because, I mean, if it's got Wyatt working on it, 
Um, I don't know how much of a creative mastermind Strowman is, but certainly Wyatt, we know, is. Um, yeah, totally. That'll be fun to watch. So that's at Money in the Bank. Then we got our Mandy and Otis recap, which pretty much was just to sort of set up to say, oh, it's going to be Otis Dolph next week in a qualifier, and it's going to be Mandy versus Carmella in a qualifier for some reason, rather than Mandy versus Sonya. Um, but I guess but they I, are I think I guess for that one, building that match. I think for that one, Sonya's going to get involved and probably yeah. cast Mandy the spot. Yeah. Probably. Um, but uh, yeah, and then after that, we had Carmella and Dana Brooke backstage being completely fine after their dissension last week when Carmella was like, oh, you need to focus on the tag match. And then Carmella's got money in the bank qualifier next week. So I thought it was quite cool for Dana Brooke to be like, hey, you've got money in the bank qualifier this week. I think you should be thinking about tonight. And Carmella's mm -hmm. like, I am thinking about tonight. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go do it then. It all right. Yeah, so I think, fine, I think no, but there was like the inside joke, wasn't it? Like, no, I guess you got me there. Yeah, like that's what I said last week. Oh, you classic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and they lost immediately. <laughs> they lost really. They lost quickly. really quickly with a move. With it was that a, was that a new finisher? New finisher, which I actually really liked. Like uh, uh, Michael Cole called it a three D, and I was like, that was. It's a modified 3D. That's what he called okay. it, which it's which, which like it is. It's a, it's Nikki Cross doing kind of the, the flapjack maneuver and then Bliss, instead of a cutter in the 3D, doing a DDT instead, which I thought looked pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it's, a, it's um, a good. It's good that they have a tag team finisher now. I really like that, and I think it looks cool. You can kind of do the move out of nowhere, which is good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. It's great. Um, but, yeah, it just felt like this match was a crap... The, Triple H thing is going to be 20 minutes. You need to cut this as short be as possible. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really put over Brooke or Carmella. Not particularly, but, but it does put over Bliss and Cross as a legit tag team, which is nice. Yeah. And it, it makes sense that two single stars wouldn't be able to hang with an actual tag team, which I guess also yeah. makes sense. But I mean, who is next? That's a good question. That's a good question. I, a question. I have no idea. No. I um. And the commentary really tried to push over that Carmella and Brooke go way back. I'm like, sure. Do they? Yeah, I believe that, sure. They were like, oh, yeah, they 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 tried out at similar times. Oh, cool, yeah, they, they go way back. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we got the main event segment of, uh, of the Triple H 25th anniversary. So... Mm. Overall, this show, I thought it was it's it was a solid, effective build for Money in the Bank. Um, I really like the fact they're doing qualifying matches. It's so simple because every match that you have that's a qualifying match immediately has stakes, and you don't mm. need to have like a pre-baked story going into it. And then in the qualifying matches where you have some pre-baked story going into it, it's even better. Like it's just it just makes sense. Uh, I thought that everything was solid on the show. There wasn't anything that was bad. Everything was just pretty, pretty solid and good and an effective build. Uh, main event segment I thought was a bit long, but it did make me laugh sometimes. So I'm going to give this a high three out of five, I thought, for this show. So a yeah. thumbs up for me. Middle middle of the road. Yeah, it was. There's some good bits. No, that's the AW rating, mate. Sorry. I'm going to go for uh, Avril. Smack bang in the middle. Come uh, on, man. So I know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. And there was some good bits. And there was some bits where I didn't. That there was some. That 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 to me, the thing just really confused me. So I, I can't <laughs> think about what, what what that was. But uh, yeah, and it's cool that I guess they're building the Lucha House Party a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and the Forgotten Sons as well. And the Forgotten Sons build. And yeah, and it was nice to see Triple H get his moment. It's a shame that it can't be in front of a crowd because I think that would have made it a lot mm. better because the crowd would have been shouting lots of thank you, Hunter, or whatever, um, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, they had to do it, and I'm sure it got a few more people to watch. So, so Dustin, as we alluded to uh, in, the, uh, in the intro here, on Quizzlemania this week, you did, in fact... Shave your head. And, I do you know, shave it, my head. It, it, it was quite the spectacle. I think it's the most I've ever laughed at Quizzlemania. Uh, and that's not necessarily a laugh at you, as I think a lot of people were. 
it was more laughing at the situation as a yeah. whole and laughing I mean, at everyone else's reactions. Yeah, what, like what a lot of people enjoyed looking at Twitter was the haircutting, but also like watching Ollie, Luke, uh, mm -hmm. Brian, and uh, Alex react to it. Because yeah. you had Adam, well, it was Adam, Adam kind of, in every single screenshot everyone's got, he's just got his hand over his mouth. Yeah. Um, you've got Luke doing his classic throwing back his head roaring mm -hmm. ollie just looking at me as if what has he done um and then brian and alex kind of going wow this is a really weird channel yeah brian uh, was it, having the time of his life that's the most was. i've ever seen brian laugh and that it, was with that and alex was uh looking at you like you like her younger brother or something like hands on heart just like oh my god no, she i mean she probably little guy she probably found me very attractive um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it's the first time. Even even when I was born, I had more hair than this. Mm -hmm. um, so it is genuinely the first time in my life I've ever had this little hair. Um, so and and it doesn't look good, which is why I needed a hat. Um, mm -hmm. As I was saying to you a moment ago, uh, my girlfriend hates it so much that we've now taken to talking on Facebook Messenger so that I can uh, use a filter which has got like um, hair and sunglasses on. Uh, which makes me look a bit like Kip Sabian, according to Twitter, which, which I'll, to be honest, I'll take. Um, yeah, Kip Sabian's an attractive lad. Exactly. Definitely take um, so, yeah, we, we started doing that. But now I've got the hat, I think I should be able to get away with it. It just, and also because um, I shaved the beard as well, which as pretty, which is kind of almost like starting to grow back mm -hmm. um, quite, quite quickly. But because I did that, it was just, it made me look like a bald 12-year-old um yeah because i have i do have quite a baby face um and without the facial hair it really it really kind of euthanized not euthanizes me that is not the correct <laughs> it really uh, it really makes me look younger it doesn't it doesn't euthanize me that is not the right word i'm sorry everyone um Whoops. Um, oh, but you oh, know, such a good slip up. I'm off oh, to uh, I'm off to uh, dignitas after this. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so no, it's been it's been weird. It's uh, the first night was especially unpleasant because my hair kept catching on my pillowcase, and I woke up mm -hmm. with quite a burny scalp. Um, but I've been I've been moisturising it and looking after it. And uh, I, I looked or watched a video yesterday of six tips on how to make your hair grow faster. <laughs> um, so one is uh, eat fish and take omega three supplements because mm -hmm. apparently that is very good for uh, just your follicles and and your kind of general health. Um, yeah. Massaging your scalp for three to four minutes uh, every day to to increase blood flow to the head. Mm -hmm. um i mean i've been increasing blood flow to my to my head all, all throughout uh <laughs> quarantine to be throughout honest quarantine yeah um vitamins you can take like specific hair vitamins which i probably i'm not going to do don't wash it more than once every three days because mm -hmm. uh the essential oils in your hair are helped it grow and if you if you keep washing it then it'll uh those will disappear uh yeah. one for ollie spraying uh, a mix of water and apple cider vinegar on your head oh my uh, god he'd love that apparently this one is the like genuinely like the miracle one that, that people can't believe but it really works um do doctors hate it by any chance no 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 no. this is like a thing that i re I, I, I i saw this guy talking about i was like that's that can't be true and i looked it up and apparently it's genuinely a a, a real thing um <laughs> and something called a leave-in conditioner um hmm. whatever that is uh, it's but, probably yeah. a conditioner that you leave in. Yeah, but I don't really know what that means. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying everything I can because uh, I, I do miss my hair now, uh, and <laughs> I, I do often forget that it's happened. I look in the mirror and go, "Oh, um, <laughs> oh who's that?" But yeah, I've had I've had Megamind, I've had Voldemort, um, mm -hmm. all sorts of characters who I don't know. Um, Charles harsh. Xavier. You, you you have a nose. Voldemort is harsh. I do have a nose, and I'm not as quite as evil as yeah. him. Um, yeah. By the way, as people will have seen in the in the in the review, I make an incredibly niche Harry Potter reference that I might, that maybe even you won't kind of pick up on. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see, because we haven't actually recorded the review No, yet. absolutely. But, but uh, Pete, we'll have see. you got any emails? I do have an email. I do have... I was going to say, I do have an emails, and that's just, that's just not right. Uh, I do have an email here from the headmaster, Jonathan Hedman, who's the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The Great guy who emailed in a lot about he his does. WrestleTalk he, Get Better. Consistent emailer. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Prolific. Essential? Maybe. No. I don't know. Russell Talk emailed SWAF Nation member man. He's a hunky man. He is. Uh, hello, gentlemen. How is everyone doing? Some more updates with you. So on the job front, no news with finding a job editor. Uh, no, so on the job front, no news with finding a video editor job yet, but I'm sure that's just about to happen. Hopefully the ones that was going to happen before that wicked chair shot from Steve Carino, the employer that was going to hire me into a local medical facility. Uh, in the meantime, I've been doing telephone surveys. Uh FUI for American listeners, uh, I'm about to share with you the golden ticket to get off these phone lists. You can't just hang up because you're going to keep getting called. Don't call me again only gets you off... Whoa, this is hard to read. Don't call me again only gets you off that <laughs> round of calls, so a new survey will get you phoned again. Mm. Uh, so what is the secret to being removed from the list? It's too... To... Oh, right. Sorry, it's a joke. Sorry, hold on. So what is the secret to being removed from the list? It's two, 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 two. He put two in the style of the New Day Who. Uh, I'm not interested. That's it. If the person is doing their job properly, saying that you will be removed from that and all future calls, you can all thank me with video editing work or money that folds. Uh, anyway, on the Get Better journey, I now weigh £331, down from £450. It's been really hard, that's what she said, with the gym being closed. So it's really been more diet than anything anyway stay swift everyone and hopefully i'll have news with the one job i spoke about jonathan the headmaster he headman one day i need to ask luke how he came up with that nickname uh and he's attached a picture of him on the scales with 333.6 pounds uh what a journey that was eh that was that was an email uh whew. yeah so i think what he was trying to say there's a few typos and bits in there but I think he was saying, yeah, if you get one of those like survey call things, the secret to actually not be called again from it is to say, I'm not interested. That's like the key phrase to take well, you off the, the main. Yeah, I'll we'll just get really creepy with them. Um, you're yeah, always I've always been told that if you're being bullied in school by some bigger boys, you, all you have to do is say, oh, no, don't do that. I'll get an erection. And they will never, ever bully you again. Which is really weird. Because the insinuation for that is, don't do that, I'm gay. And they go, oh no, that's bad. Which doesn't yeah, really well, work. I don't know, man. It worked for Stephen Fry, therefore it works for me. Uh, you know, maybe it worked back in the day. But I think kids these days are much more woke. So I don't know if it will work now. Um, but yeah, thank you for the for the email, uh, Jonathan. Keep do updating us with your get better journey. Um, so I had I had some I had some problems. I was I was gonna scream at you, but I can't really remember what they were. Um, okay. I had some Andy World problems. I was gonna scream at you, oh. but I'm not sure I can uh, quite remember what they were now. Um, um, tell you what, what what's not a Datsun World problem though, but something that I did do that was very fun yesterday was joined uh, a call with my friends, played some Minecraft. Oh yeah, super fun, mate. Super fun. I mean, I've I've only played it once before, which was with my friends and stuff, and I was completely clueless about literally everything that was happening in the game because everyone else I was playing with had played it before, and they were like, "Oh, I need this, I need this, I'm gonna craft this thing," and I was like, "I don't know what I'm doing." Um, but uh, no, j joined yesterday. It was super fun. Me and a couple of friends, we went on our own little adventure, went off mm -hmm. and built a new house together, and just started mining for stuff. We found some diamonds. It was great. Yeah, no, it's a. It's definitely a game for, especially when you're starting for, for you and some friends. I think um, I played it with a, with some friends a while back, and it it's just one of those things where you can play it for hours and hours, and then you don't mm -hmm. realize that you can play it for hours and hours because you kind of spend the your whole time digging and digging and digging and digging and digging and digging, um, and then one of you go, oh, I found a diamond, and then you're all going, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. And then but I, I've been playing a similar game, uh, Stardew Valley, um, oh, yeah. which is a sort of similar concept um, where you kind of craft things and build your own little farm and things like that. And I've been, I've been putting some hours in on that. Mm -hmm. um, 
I was I was playing with my girlfriend and on my own. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's. I would recommend it to anyone who who needs some time to kill because it's very wholesome. It's a game that a lot of people who I know who pretty much spent their entire adult life playing shooter shooter games and things like that mm -hmm. have played thinking oh, I was going to be rubbish and are now completely hooked on. Um, because all you want to do, you want to upgrade your farm. You want to, you want to get sheep. You want to, you want to get some goats. You want to get a pig, um, and you can get married. That's one of the most fun things. You basically all you do is you find the most attractive uh, one centimeter tall uh, animated character mm -hmm. um, that you can, and then you find out which gifts they like, and then you just spam them with gifts until uh, you have a good enough friendship rating that you can offer them a a, a necklace. That's and then they, they agree to marry you. That's that's just Fire Emblem right there. That that's Fire Emblem, but no, no, no Fire that's Emblem real has a life. Bit of fighting. That's how that's how I uh, that's how I managed to to get a girlfriend. I just I just gave her mm. loads of her favorite present. Turned out the person who I got married to in this game loves salad and goat's cheese. So I just gave her loads of salads and goat's cheese. Nice. So basically, what you're saying is, if you don't have a switch and you can't get Animal Crossing, just play Stardew Valley instead. Uh. Yeah, but also uh, Stardew Valley is on the Switch. Um, so if you want to play it yeah. on there too, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't want to... And it's also a much cheaper than, uh, than oh, yeah, Animal totally. Crossing, uh, which is, I'm sure, a wonderful game. I know a lot of people are very fond of uh, of, uh, of Animal Crossing. It's not, it's not something I'm particularly interested in getting, but that's probably because I've been playing this game. Um, I know, but once you eventually wane off Stardew Valley... Then you'll be like, oh, I need my fix. And then you'll get Animal Crossing. And then you'll be hooked again. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, that's probably all the time we've got for this episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with the Raw review as normal. And we are steadily getting closer to climb the corporate ladder in the bank. Money bank ma ladder match. Yep, that pays you. Ladders, money in the bank. Yeah, it'll be that one soon. So we're in the build to that. So we've got lots more content coming your way soon. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. I love you all. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.